Today's New Testament reading is the Epistle to the Colossians, the first and second chapters. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy, that he powerfully works within me. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Samuel Wergo. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How do we make sense of this world? In particular, how do we get a handle on the suffering that we endure, the travesties that befall us? How do we approach difficult situations and even more difficult questions? In particular, where do you go to find understanding, to get a handle on things, the things of this life that just don't make sense? Where is the Christian to go? What answers does the Christian church have in the face of the big questions? It may all seem a mystery, even and more especially maybe even in the church. Well, the fact of the matter is, There are lots of teachers spouting lots of answers for the problems and questions of life. But all of them come up short. All of them really come to nothing. I mean, that's the reason Paul warns the Colossians to not be deluded by even plausible arguments of false teachers. That's because the real answer to all of it is Christ. Now, that may seem a bit of a leap, But that's how Paul would approach even his own suffering, his own imprisonment, and to do so with rejoicing. That's because Christ is preeminent. He's above all things, even your suffering, your sins, and your struggles. But the fact that he is above all these things does not mean that he is far from you or absent. It means that he's more powerful than them. 
And that is the mystery now revealed to you through the message of the gospel. That this preeminent Christ is your Christ. This is a mystery that, though it is made known to you, is something only understood by faith and not fully comprehended this side of heaven. It's true nonetheless, though, and it is for you. This particular mystery that Paul proclaims to the Colossians here is Christ in you. Christ, Savior of the world. Christ, eternal. Christ, whom the Father sent as the all-atoning sacrifice for sin. The Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, by whose death and resurrection the world is redeemed. Christ, for Jew and Gentile, all nations. Christ, by whose blood he has reconciled with himself all things and made peace. But you see, he's not just Christ who sits enthroned and is ruling over all things. He is that. But he is also Christ in you, even in your suffering even in your tribulation. He is not only Christ who has shed his blood for the sins of the world, he is Christ who has shed his blood and purchased and won you. By your baptism in him, you are joined to him, yes, even to his sufferings, which is why we rejoice in them. We know that Christ too has suffered for us, for our salvation, which far from belittling the hurts and the pains of this present time, puts our present afflictions and suffering into the proper perspective, the context of God's love for all mankind and his forgiveness won upon the suffering cross and poured out upon the suffering of the world. And that's the very reason he made Paul and all ministers in his church stewards of this message. To warn everyone, yes, with the law of God concerning sin and unbelief and to proclaim to all people the word and wisdom of Christ, the forgiveness of sins, the fruits of his cross in word and sacrament, in order that the Colossians and the whole Christian church and even you who have received Christ Jesus the Lord might walk in him, being rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving in suffering and joy distress, and comfort. For Christ is in you. He is for you. Your life, even in suffering, is hidden in him through cross and resurrection. And his love for you truly knows no end. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>